Welcome to Thriller Author, A.D. Hayes' Behind the Scenes Diary, an exclusive look at the behind-the-scenes misadventures of a 30-something author. Discover how close she is to releasing her latest novel, hear exciting details about upcoming writing projects, and the tools she uses to self-publish her books. You can find the episode show notes and lots more information at authoradhay.com. I must confess, the last fortnight didn't go exactly to plan. I started the two weeks off with the best of intentions to revise immunity, but I had a few struggles. Just the usual ones like procrastination, tech issues, changing podcast platforms, and by the way, that isn't as easy as it sounds. It was actually quite difficult and it was it's something that's quite new to me. Like I've always like I've done a podcast, like a short series, audio series on SoundCloud with my coaching business and I called that a sort of mini podcast, but that's about as far as I got. I didn't sort of consider submitting it to iTunes or Stitcher or any of the other millions of Android platforms. I just posted it there and that was it. But in saying that, obviously you're probably listening to this on iTunes or Stitcher or some other whatever your favorite platform is and you've noticed that I've submitted my podcast there. So I've crossed off one of my goals for October and I managed to successfully do this on the 12th of October so I'm quite proud of myself. I've ticked this huge box off my list for October which is great. So as I got ready to record the podcast before my weekend in France I had an an anaphylactic reaction to a cookie. Basically I was recording the episode 12 of the Indie Entrepreneur podcast I recorded the introduction and I was like, I'm hungry. I want to snack on, you know, a cookie. So I pressed pause and I went into the kitchen. I think they were cookies from France and not a cookie I would normally eat. Not the cookies are a part of my diet, but I just wanted a snack and there it was. So I had my snack 15 minutes later and back recording the podcast and I had this really overwhelming feeling to vomit. I paused the podcast, I turned and I looked into the mirror and my face honestly looked like I had just undergone Botox and it just went horribly wrong. My lips swelled up. They were so huge and they were red. And that bottom part of my face swelled up as well. I just looked, it was horrible. I could barely swallow. So this was quite a serious allergic reaction. So and and the other thing is I couldn't talk. So I had two podcasts to record. I had maybe this was after my weekend to France. Yeah, because I had the cookies. So this is after France. So I wanted to record the podcast, episode 12 for France, but I couldn't because of the noise in the apartment. So I went to France, came back, tried to record it, had the anaphylactic reaction and I basically couldn't swallow couldn't and I couldn't talk and I wanted to get record two podcasts that day so I wanted to record this episode of the behind the scenes and episode 12 for the indie entrepreneur podcast and I just couldn't physically do it so I spent the rest of the afternoon running around my apartment looking for a antihistamine to get the face swelling down if it did eventually go down it took like about four hours before I was back to normal when you take an antihistamine basically you get super super tired so I didn't want to sleep because I know that's quite dangerous just if you had a really bad allergic reaction, sleeping's not a good idea. This week's behind the scenes podcast will be behind the scenes of the last few weeks. In order for you to understand why this why there's such a huge gap between episode two and episode three, I thought you needed to sort of understand this little story and basically my bad habits of putting things off. I do live in an, an apartment and the other people who have apartments in the building, they're really into door slamming in a really huge way. Like it's 
it's it's practically a comedy. Instead of most people take their tension out on a treadmill or at the gym, these people love slamming doors. So if I leave it too late in the week to record my podcast, what happens is I can't record it because of the background noise. I spend a lot of time re-recording stuff and it becomes like a huge frustration. So I'm aware of that now, but I do have a slight tendency of putting stuff off. So in episode two of the Behind the Seeds podcast diary, I discussed a few issues I was having with the science behind immunity. As I sat around the dinner table at Roland's parents' house answering questions about the status of my book, I had a realisation. I had two choices laying before me. I could choose to pick Roland's father's brain. Just a side note, Roland's father is a pathologist and a professor at, at a local university. Or I could finish revising immunity, then translate it into French and give it to him to alpha read. So basically what an alpha reader is, is the first person to set eyes on your manuscript. This is usually happens before a developmental edit. This is how I'm choosing to use it. And you'll usually give it to someone just to look at the story and think, is this story sound? Or you give it to in Roland's father's case an expert to look at and say okay does the science in this book make is it believable because I'm writing a thriller and not a sci-fi so it needs to have there is sci-fi elements to the book but it needs to have some basis in reality so it needs to be believable and I'm more concerned about whether I'm capturing the process correctly whether they would still be continuing testing on the drug as they're launching it or whether this isn't plausible. I'm also starting to realise I might be using my desire to get the science right as an excuse to put off revisions. The truth is I'm a little scared. I'm worried that as I approach publication that I might have a story that no one is interested in. I have a huge fear of hitting publish and hearing crickets because I have a bad story not due to poor marketing. This is that infamous writer's insecurity that has finally set in. As I was writing Immunity, I was really excited because I, I knew what the I wanted the final product to look like. But now that I'm revising I'm realizing there's a long way to go before I get to that final product the way that I really envision this book to read and look like and sort of seeing that huge gap between expectation and reality is really what's creating this fear it's a huge thing like as I wrote the first draft I, I did flip between oh I'm really excited to write this to oh, I think this might be a little bit shit sorry I keep swearing on my own podcast this is the reality that I'm currently in right now I am starting to get that writing insecurity and for me it's set in in revision How do I plan on overcoming this insecurity? Because I don't plan on living here. First, as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to accept the science and immunity as is and wait until my professional says otherwise. Secondly, I'm going to start revising in time sprints. I watched Chris Fox's series on writing a novel in 21 days and he wrote and revised his novel in 20 minute sprints. So I'll include a link to this um, series of videos in the show notes. If he hasn't put it in a playlist on YouTube, then I'll sort of create one with all the videos just to help you but it's actually a really good series I watched it many months ago. I think I watched it like six months ago as I've written the notes for this and thought how am I gonna overcome this I've been reminded of this so I'm gonna go back and watch the series again write a few notes and then sort of apply that to my situation so in the event I come across a challenging revision note that requires further research I'll write I'll just write a note to do this later on and then move on to the next scene and then after the revision sprints I will do further research or write a question to ask Roland's father during the alpha read. 
so how did I get on with this? So that was my plan at the end of week one. So how did I get on with this in week two? I spent three full days, like so three lots of eight hour days last week, powering through the first act of immunity. There's definitely something about sharing a goal that motivates me. I guess it's the punishment of having to tell people that I didn't reach my goals. That's really what motivates me. I've gotten through to the first act immunity, the end of the first act, which is the first 25 or so thousand words. I can't remember the exact numbers. Last night I finished revising the first two scenes of act two. Since my interview with Paul Teague from the Self-Publishing Journeys podcast, I've been thinking about my book Smarter Goal Setting. Every time someone asks me about this book, I die a little bit on the inside. I know that's overdramatic, but I really do. There's a part of me that's like, oh, please don't ask me about that book. Please don't buy it. Like every time I get a sale for this book, and I still do get sales every now and then, I'm just like, oh no. There's a part of me that hopes people don't read it. And that's ridiculous, right? Because I've published a book with the intention of helping people reach their goals and I die a little bit in the inside. I'm a little bit embarrassed because it's not my best work and I wish I spent more time perfecting it before publishing. It's a classic case. I was a bit premature with hitting publish. So I'm going to create a second edition and relaunch the book on all the platforms it's on. So it's currently on Amazon, Kobo, iTunes, Google Play. I got it on the Google Play store before they shut it down to everybody. So this means another round of revisions, a professional edit, a new blurb, doing a little bit more market research and creating a marketing plan. I think really where I fell down with this book when I first launched it is I didn't have a, I didn't do a professional edit. All I'll need is a line edit because it's non-fiction and it's structurally sound. I just need to maybe tweak a few chapters and do a professional line edit. I sort of let it down in that department, the, the professional edit, and I didn't have a proper marketing plan. I just sort of hit publish. I didn't really Really tell anyone about it and which is you know crazy because the first thing an author needs to overcome is obscurity is no one knowing about them and by doing nothing I'm not getting this book in front of the people that need to read it so I will keep you updated with my progress on the path of relaunching this nonfiction book So this week, I've dived into the, this little project and I've designed a new cover and I'm currently revising the manuscript. So what I'm doing is I'm going through the contents page, going, is everything the way it needs to be? I've looked at other books in my genre and I've gone, where do, where do they fall over? What do people not like about it? So I've taken those tips on board and I'm going through my manuscript and I'm looking to make this a, just a better product. And I've decided that I need to get this book ready before the new year because that's when most people will look for books on how to achieve news resolutions and goal setting. I've also created an idea for another book, which I will launch maybe somewhere between February and March. And it's these books will be small. Like Smarter Goal Setting is 26,000 words. And my goal for that book was to make it short. So only include the content that was relevant to leave all the bits about me and what I've achieved in my life. Because those are the things like when you read books in the self-help genre, a lot of it is the author talking about themselves. And and I don't like reading that stuff. I just want to get to the tips and the really good parts, the reason why you picked the book up in the first place. You didn't pick up a, mem a memoir. You want to know how to set goals and achieve the things that you want to achieve in your life and get the life that you really want. You don't want to read about how the author managed to get his dog to stop scratching the couch. You want to know how you can apply the principles and put them into action in your own life. So hope you have a great rest of the week and happy writing and I'll keep you updated as I go along. Thanks for listening.
Thank you for listening to the thriller author A.D. Hayes' behind-the-scenes diary. If you're new to this podcast or want to be notified about more episodes just like this, then click the subscribe button right now. I'm your host, Amelia Hay, and I'll see you next Monday for another diary episode.